Hello, everybody. I'm Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. I'm excited today. I've got a great glimmer of hope that we're going to get that one big snowfall this year. For those that don't know, I am in the D.C. area, and D.C. had its first real sighting of snow. It was pretty significant today. I didn't get to get out and play in it or anything like that, but it encouraged me because every year around this time, we know we got the hype of Halloween and Thanksgiving's next week, and then we got Christmas and New Year's. I'm always hoping for that one big snowstorm. That one big snowfall that shuts the city down, everybody has to huddle in, you get your snacks, you get your good movies, you get the good football game go- games going on, and just have fun, just relax, take it easy, we work too much, um, and so I look forward to that, and so this today was a good, a good shot of hope for me in that regards, um, but today I had the opportunity to talk to a young lady. I'm very fond of. And she shared with me a story that was so powerful, so amazing to me that I felt it was my duty to share it with you guys. Because as you guys know, those that are listening, those that are tuning in, is that I'm really big on, as I said at the top of the podcast, lifestyle and fitness, merging the two together, making one integral unit of the two so that it's uh, fitness is not something that's disconnected. It's not something that's on the back burner. If I have time, no, it's something that I'm encouraging you guys and pushing you guys to include as part of your day to day. Okay, as often as you shower, as often as you brush your teeth is as often as you should be um, catering to and maintaining um, a certain level of fitness. Um, But this story today was very powerful and is a very powerful testament of what I like to preach and what I practice. And the subject of this particular episode talks about uh, we're going to talk about this one sneaky poison that believe it or not, you probably have consumed this sneaky poison within the last 24 hours. That's how common and how likely it is. Not only that, if you have not consumed it within the past 24 hours, you likely have consumed it within the past week. Okay. And a 19 year old college student almost died because of it. It's that serious. So there was a 19 year old college student she was preparing for her finals. Okay, she she rushed to check herself into an emergency room because she could not pee. Okay, she could not urinate. She feels the urge. The stinging sensation is there, but her body just will not release, and her system has shut down. Now she doesn't know it yet, but her body is actually about to go into sepsis, and and become a very poisonous and toxic state for her body because of this one common poison. Can you guess what it is? Let me give you a moment. Soda. Diet soda at that. She was a heavy drinker of Diet Coke. But how does she get here? How does she get to the place where her body was going into a state of septic shock? Okay, she was an avid athlete. She was on the cheerleading squad. 
hyper-conscious about her workouts and her conditioning. Okay, she was a star scholar at her college, attended on a cheerleading scholarship. She was such an avid athlete that she typically worked out at a gym two to three times a day, even on Saturdays and Sundays. So she worked out every day. She was a she was a big advocate of that. And so one day, as she's getting ready for class, she gets this urge to use the restroom. Now, she runs to the restroom frantic, but nothing comes out. She thought it was weird, but you know how it is. Brush it off. Maybe it's, you know, maybe I'm tripping. Went to class anyway because she has the finals to, to, to take. So she's in class. She gets the urge to go again. She runs to the restroom again. And again, nothing happened. Now she's freaked out. She starts to panic. So she rushes herself to the hospital emergency room near the campus. She gets to the hospital. She explains she cannot urinate no matter how hard she tries. Now, of course, if you've ever been to an emergency room, they want to send you through all this paperwork and all of this um, protocol and procedure. And she's panicking and she's like, listen, I don't have time to fill out paperwork. Listen, I cannot pee. I'm about to burst. I'm about to explode. She, she puts her foot down and is able to get checked in and the doctor is able to see her. Doctor runs some tests, ends up cauterizing her. And that affords her some relief. Okay. She returns to class thinking, I'm good now. Unfortunately, the urge came to go again. She left. And again, she was unable to urinate. Same thing as before. The stinging sensation was there along with the urge, but nothing flowed. This time she speeds back to the doctor and she is then fitted with a catheter outside of her leg. They put a shunt inside of her urethra. And as a result, she has she goes back to class with her finals, but she has a catheter strapped to the outside of her leg. As a 19-year-old girl um, in class, she's humiliated, she's embarrassed. And now you're probably thinking, so what was wrong with Melanie? Well, according to the doctor, her entire urethra has shut down as a result of her overconsumption of, you guessed it, diet soda, which present which which created a uh, something known as a the a, a urethra syndrome. Okay, and this was a result of the fact that she only drank diet coke. It was just something that she had been conditioned to do. She drank diet coke a lot. And the combination of diet soda, no water, and a state of utter dehydration completely shut down her urethra. It swelled to the point of restricting her muscles that are responsible for releasing urine. And so when they put the shunt in to expand the muscles, it was it was for the purpose of getting the urine to be able to flow. And the doctor said. That had she waited any longer, her body would have gone into a state of sepsis as her system was completely backed up and she could have died. Now, needless to say, she immediately stopped drinking soda of any kind and resorted to water only. Eventually, she would get back. She would get uh, work her way back to sodas and drank them occasionally. But she learned a vital lesson. Okay, and that is that one, you must hydrate. Okay, 
Two, the soda and the poison in it will kill you if it is left unchecked. And the doctor was sharing with us or with her how harmful the ingredients in soda are, regardless of it being diet or non-diet. The carbonation, the sugars, the chemical that they use, the chemicals that they use in there, the colors, the sweeteners, all of that. It's very harmful for our system, especially um, when you're using it and not hydrating, not diluting properly with enough water. And so my lesson to you is that moderation is always key when training your body. Okay, anything done in excess can kill you or jeopardize your health. And I don't want you to let what you consume become poisonous for you. And a lot of times when I talk to clients, you have to understand I'm a foodie at the at the end of the day. I'm a foodie at heart. I would love nothing more than to travel and eat to my heart's content. Um, whenever I'm in between shows, whether I'm working to drop 30 pounds or or whether I'm working to put on 30 pounds, it doesn't matter. The best, the best, most enjoyable times for me are always when I get to eat more. And that's part of human nature, especially here in America, where we have food aplenty, where we have a lot of successful people and we have access to food. We love to eat. And one thing that I do not do with clients is I do not put restriction restrictions on them to say you can or cannot eat X, Y and Z. Now, are some foods higher in fat and harmful content than others? Yes. Are, are some food choices smarter than others? Yes. But at the end of the day, the main goal and the main objective is to find a way to strategically consume the foods that because we want to not only eat food that you want, but also uh, food that you need, but also food that you want, because I understand the balance of life and food is an enjoyable facet of our lives. But the way that things have trended in the nutrition industry, in the agricultural industry, a lot of the nutrients are being wiped away. They're being replaced. And so it's very imperative that we learn how to strategically consume foods and how to modify our consumption so that we can avoid putting anything in excess in our body that could cause us harm or cause us to go into some sort of uh, state of shock. And so with that being said, keep that in mind that even though and I and I'll be the first to say, like I've said before, I definitely if anybody, if there was a such thing as a, you know, soda anonymous group, you know, for, for, for addicts of soda, that would probably have been me before I learned to control my urges and, and exercise discipline. I just really love soda, but I had to wean myself off of it to a place where I only consumed it in moderation because I understood the dangers and the risks. And that's all I'm trying to share with you today. The story was very impactful for me today 
because it was it showed on a very real level, you know, like I really know this woman and for that to have been the case, for someone to have consumed and over consumed something that I love so much and a lot of my colleagues and friends consume it all the time as well. I don't want what you consume to become poisonous for you. Okay, so remember, fitness is a vehicle to achieve anything that you want from life. Okay, so let's keep that vehicle operating in optimal performance. And if you're struggling to get your vehicle out the driveway, to get your vehicle starting up, then contact me, reach out to me. Okay, leave a note, leave a note, uh, visit any of my social media sites and let me know. All right. Get fit. Stay fit. Be fit. Remember that. And I'll see you guys. I'll talk to you guys next time.